Destiny Asia, and we are mommy at home, okay, whoop whoop, yes, 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 this is a show where we are stay-at-home moms, and we are getting it, okay, we are holding down these households, we are making sure everything runs smoothly, we are cooking and cleaning, we are holding down these men, honey, these children, okay, we are breaking up fights, we are changing diapers, We are doing it all from home. And we are doing whatever it takes, okay? We have got to do whatever it takes to maintain our peace and sanity while trying to keep the whole entire family happy, including ourselves, okay? So that's what it's all about. Yes, so this is another episode of Convos with my tribe. Hey, girls. Yes, so I got my girl Nikki coming on. Uh, We had a really good in-depth conversation about, you know, just the struggles that we've experienced over this past year. Um, She opens up about, you know, her family suffering from a miscarriage earlier this year um, and, you know, how she's trying to do side hustles, side hustles to, you know, bring in some extra income. And she talks a little bit about um, dealing with her son who has epilepsy and you know just the struggles with that and you know always looking for new tools and resources to you know just make her life better for her family so i'm really really excited for you guys to listen um i guess we should just go ahead and get right into it all right so here we go hey girl welcome to the show hey good morning how are you I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm excited to be with you today. I've been excited and nervous about this all day, actually. (laughs) Girl, why are you nervous? I I don't know. (laughs) I know, right? No, it's cool. Thank you so much for taking the time out to come on and just, you know, be a part of this with me. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to do it. All right. So what's been going on, girl? I haven't talked to you in a minute. Like, um, I know you just started you just started doing the Insta Dash or what's it called? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of them actually. I done signed up for several and I just kind of rotate between them. But I spend most of my time doing Instacart and DoorDash. Okay, cool. Okay, so before we get into the nitty-gritty of that girl, tell everybody who you are, what is going on, what is your family like, like, girl, what are you, what you got going on over there? Um, so me, my name's Nicole, um, I have three kids, I've been married a little over a year now, um, this is my second husband, so we really trying to get it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, Born and raised in Boston, but I live now in North Carolina in Raleigh. Took a little get used to, but I really like it. Um, my three kids are girl, boy, girl. My oldest is 13. My middle is nine. And my youngest is four. So we all over the place. I got one next year going to high school, one next year going to kindergarten. What? <laughs> and my oldest has a dog. Oh, <laughs> goodness. I barking in the background I tried to square her <laughs> I know the right okay let me apologize if my boys wake up <laughs> so uh so wait are, so all of your kids are in school oh you said you have one in kindergarten 
right right now my oldest is in eighth grade my um middle he's in fourth and my youngest she's in pre-k because i was fabulously lucky to get into that program free daycare <laughs> what girl and you got your days to yourself yes so yeah this that's why i've been running around doing the, the deliveries and stuff while they're in school Oh, man, that's so cool. So tell us about how you actually became a stay-at-home mom in the first place. Um, it was kind of a combination of things, to be honest with you. My middle, my son, he has some challenges. He's epileptic. And um, when he was going into kindergarten, around that same time, I was pregnant and had just had my youngest. So I ended up staying home because it kind of served both of them. Like it was real expensive to put my youngest in full-time care as a newborn. And my, my middle son, he was unfortunately at that time having seizures and issues where he was having outbursts in school. So he needed a lot of support. I was getting a lot of phone calls and it just made better sense for me to have a job with greater flexibility. So at that time I was doing, you know, customer service, taking phone calls at home. Sometimes I had to run to go get him on break. <laughs> oh, wow. But it's, it's that, been a good, a good thing. It's, it allows me to bring in some income into the household, but still be really present for the kids. And, you know, most of the time have the house the way my husband wants. And most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, right? <laughs> Because, you know, it's always a struggle. <laughs> yes. Yes, which brings us to how we met, right? <laughs> yes, but, yes. Because um, <laughs> it was a struggle. Like, even back then, um, last year, I guess. Oh, yeah, because I was a member of the Black Stay-at-Home Moms Facebook group. Yep. And so um, I was looking for people to do this challenge with me for the power of the praying wife. And so a bunch of y'all, like, I was surprised, you know, that it was going to, that so many people were going to participate. Yeah. So what, um, what was that challenge like for you at the time? I think it was timely, you know, because marriage can be really a lot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a blessing, but it can also have its rough moments. And it came at a point where uh, me and my husband were having some struggles and, you know, a lot can be achieved with prayer. And it was really good and really powerful to be amongst other women that were like-minded, you know, and be able to share that experience with y'all and share, okay, so try to do this today. This is what happened, you know? Yeah. So from there, we, um, we did that one. And then I think we've done like some devotionals on the Bible app and stuff yeah. like that. And then... I know that me and you had kind of like broken away and because you were going through your own personal experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of it was, it was really tiny. And I think that um, what allowed me and you to get closer and I'm completely okay with sharing it is because the beginning, right, I, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> I knew what you were leading up to and I'm okay to share it. Cause sometimes the personal experience and a lot of people shared with me when I was going through it and it was just really helpful. You know, it made me feel a lot less alone because, um, as you know, the beginning of this year, I was expecting and I'm no longer expecting because um, I miscarried the pregnancy. And it was just 
it was really stressful. It was not not a good place to be in. But I think I was able to come through it with um, support, you know, like I said, a lot of people reached out. I had shared in our group and, and people, um, just women were really loving. Like I got so many inboxes that said, hey, I've been through that. Or just, hey, are you okay? Would you like to talk? Feel free to inbox me. So, and it is nice to be able to share that with um, people that understand, or even if they've never been through it, they're just willing to like open themselves up. Yes. And that is exactly why, you know, I started the group in the first place because that is, and I'm so sorry to hear about your loss. But at the time when we first started the group in January, you hadn't, I don't think you had experienced your loss yet. No, but no. but everything that you're saying is exactly why okay. I started. Yeah, huh? Yeah, it was around April or May that it was so short too. I had found out I was pregnant, and then just a few short weeks later, it was it was gone just as quick as it had came. But yeah, it was really good to have that support. I was a member of that group because you know who knows how much a Facebook group <laughs> would affect would you. change your life right like uh, isn't it amazing because like I said that was the reason why because when it happened to me I had my loss in November of 2018 and I just nobody understood I did not have you know what I'm saying I literally had to create um, my support group which was y'all you know what I'm saying because I did not have it I was like lost do you hear me yeah, because it's, it's like a really tough place to be in because you want to understand that God has a plan for you. But sometimes, you know, that plan don't line up with the plans that we had in mind. Yeah. And it's really difficult to accept. But one thing that I have taken from, from that thing, and I th- still think it's unfortunate that it happened, but I know in the future it, it's going to come together with even better timing. So but I, I was able to make some real connections with um, like people like yourself. And even there was a family member of my husband's, um, his cousin's wife. Uh, we were always friendly, but never really close. But when she found out about the laws, uh, she pulled me aside at a family event, said, hey, I really like to talk to you. I'd really like to support you in this. Come to my house with your husband and have dinner. And like, that was really the beginning of a really close friendship for me. Now we talk almost every day. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that is kind of like the good that came out of that difficult experience. Absolutely. And even for, like you said, it's the same thing for me. From that experience, I was able to meet and connect with, you know, girl, it's the exact same experience. <laughs> yeah. So, you just don't feel, because you know. We at home, we with these kids, and that's right. Awesome. <laughs> right, right. Talking Girl. about Jose and my little pony. <laughs> like, right, these dang old cartoons. Like, what in the world? I almost lost it, Girl, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I more about Beyblades and Pokemon than an adult is supposed to. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I'm glad that we were able to connect on that type of level and stuff. And we did continue on in the rest of the year with some more of the challenges. And right now we're doing the love there. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah. Sometimes I read those pages and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it, 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 it makes you check yourself. 
Right? When you have to look in the mirror and be like, oh man, I, uh, what? I, that was my fault. <laughs> yeah. But those are the things that make you grow as a person. Yes. So it's valuable in that way. But I read, always have sometimes like, oh no. no. See, I don't really feel like giving in. Like we could just do right. that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But it's definitely help. It's helping me a lot to. Like you said, just grow, girl. Just grow and just live live your best life. Yeah, because I think that like we get no manuals when it comes to live this married life. Right. With these kids staying at home with no breaks. Like, okay. So you at home now. Uh and now you married and now you got one, two, three, maybe more kids. Like (laughs) work. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, especially because you have all those different personalities and attitudes and every you know, the children are coming into their own little people and discovering their personalities and their attitudes and yes. it can yeah, it's it's a lot. So and all my kids are so different too. Like it's oh, girl, yes. My like old, night and day. <laughs> I always joke that she was the okie doke because she was so easy. She still is. She's so polite. She's so easy to deal with 90% of the time. So like having her as a first child made me think, oh, this is what parenting is. I got this. Mm. And my son. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She'd be trying to tell me what to do. I'm like, no, boo, that's not how this works. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to listen to me. And she's like, are you sure? Yes. Sure. <laughs> right. Oh, girl, <laughs> I guess like I'm, I'm going to have my hands all the way full. So tell me a little bit what it's like with having, you said your middle son has epilepsy? Yes, it's a lot. Um, some days are easier than others. He thankfully has not had a seizure in over three years. When he did have seizures, that was scary, scary, scary. Um, and I'm nervous to see how it develops as we move into him being a teenager. But um, this epilepsy that he had, he has, um, when he did have seizures, they're called petite mal. So it was not what you would routinely imagine, like where he would fall out and shake and you got to hold his tongue and stuff. The seizures were really small. Um, he'd stare off into space, but there'd be stuff going on in his head. Um, he'd not like, you could talk to him during them and he wouldn't know anything you're saying. Um, the doctor described it in layman's terms as lights on, but no one's home, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm scared as when he comes into a teenager, if those seizures come back, like how are you going to be able to drive a car and, you know, cause you check out. Oh. So like as a child, it was disconcerting, but you know, I was around, to protect him the main thing that that was like we're still dealing with is with the epilepsy and the fact that he's wired differently he has like these companion disorders like um uh his secondary diagnosis is um adhd um and oppositional defiant disorder so he has these emotional outbursts where he has a lot of trouble you know controlling himself Mm -hmm. and it's terrifying for me because I'm raising a young black man who doesn't have impulse control. Mm. <laughs> happens to yeah. 
So yeah, I really try to work with him. He's on um, medication, which honestly, Destiny, it was something that like took a long time for me to get to. He's been having issues since he was in preschool and it took me till he was in kindergarten to say, go ahead and put him on the meds. Because at that point, I realized that he was affecting not only himself, me, his sister, his classmates, his teachers. And he really, at that point, and even now, is still too young to have like a... Because, dang, even we as adults have a hard time controlling our emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, now he's just nine. Then he was four and five and six, you know? So I was just like, okay, let's go ahead and get him on the medication. But... He's been in the same school the whole time, Um, been going to this uh, elementary school that his sister also goes to, his older one. And they've seen, and they'll tell me, because I had to fight for 504 accommodations, which are similar to an IEP. Um, I go in yearly for the meeting, and sometimes I'll just go in and check on him. They said, he still has some struggles, but it's way, way better. Hmm. Something would not go right for him and he would cry or want to fight. And it would be maybe 15 or 20 minutes where he couldn't calm himself down or sometimes 30 or 45. Oh, goodness. It was just really, really a lot. So he's come really far. I'm really happy with this progress, but I think we have more to go. And um, I've added therapy because I would really like for him to not have this medication or move towards a day that he cannot take all these meds because he takes in the morning uh, two pills and a liquid. And it's just a lot, you know? So have you tried to, or want to do anything like the herbal remedies or like the natural type of um, treatments? I have had limited success with um, changing his diet. Um, to eliminate certain things. And I saw, I was like, that's pretty interesting. Uh, We started eliminating a lot of dairy. Like I'll still let him eat a little bit of cheese here and there, but like we don't drink regular cow's milk. And I actually did notice a change there. So I was like, wow. Uh, So the diet made a difference. Yeah, it it did. And I was, um, I've been researching more stuff like that I can do because I hate to have him on all the chemicals. And I've been... All my list of things to do is to research. Have you ever heard of tapping? No. Um, it's this thing, I, I guess, it, like old world, but I see, um, and um, forgive me if I mispronounce her name, uh, Iyanla Van Zant, um, the Fix My Life Lady. Yeah. I thought of doing it with somebody on her show, and it was really interesting to me. It like helps you handle stress and anxiety. You literally take your hands and fingers and tap on your wrists and um, your temples. Oh, you know what? I have heard of that girl. My mom be telling me about that. Shout out to Nene. Yeah, she be running around tapping herself. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a physical way of something you can do paired with breathing. So I've been trying. I have it on my list of things to do, to get a book about it, to do some more research. I got to teach myself and then maybe I can teach my son so he can have something he can physically do when he's like all fired up. It feels like he can't keep control of his emotions to like mm-hmm. calm himself down. Yeah. yeah. Cause I've been really trying to find other stuff and he's in, he's in just regular play therapy for children too. 
And the therapist is real beneficial too because she's really very unbiased. Like mm-hmm. with moms, we we try to be like, okay, he's done this, and I know that he needs lugs and uh, hugs and love instead of like a reprimand. But sometimes it's right. different. They don't want out the world and embarrass us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> the the therapist can sometimes she can explain things like flat, like without emotion. And, you know, because she's not invested as I am. So she's, she's a black woman too. So what about doing the natural or some type of natural remedies or herbs or something like that? Spend some more time looking into what might work for him. And then I would have to check and see um, just to make sure they don't, you don't have any conflicts with anything he's already on. So, but it's definitely something I'm open to. So if people have suggestions, <laughs> way, yeah. So that you can, I mean, if you want to, you would be able to wean him off of the prescriptions. Yeah, yeah. That that is something I'd really love to do because uh, I wouldn't constantly be worried about medication, insurance. <laughs> you know, because these things mm-hmm. are kind of cheap. Yeah, so if folks have suggestions, please feel free to shoot them my way and I will research and make changes when I can. And so now, is this something that is um, going to, like, is it, uh, is there a cure for this? Is it going to get, go away eventually or is this going to happen to him for the rest of his life? It's something that he always has to be cognizant of, but it's, you can kind of compare it. It's not the same, but maybe compare it to like asthma. Like, you know how a lot of children have their kids. And then when we're adults, we just maybe have a couple of allergies and some sensitivities and you don't really have to worry about it as much. Um, Because my first husband, my son's biological father, he was epileptic as well as a child. Um, His mother, God rest her soul, she's the same because he had knocked down drag out seizures. He had grand mal where he'd fall on the floor and people would have to try to hold his tongue. Like, I don't even know how she dealt with it. Um, But now, you know, he's fine. He just um, needs to make sure he pays attention to his sensitivities. Like he's got to be careful when things are laser lit or um, if he's out at like a, a park, like a Six Flags or something like that. You know, he mm-hmm. needs to make sure he keeps his head covered because too much sun in the top of his head that could trigger a seizure from him. Mm. But he went from having grandma to when he was 15 or 16. Uh, they slowed down and he started having the seizures that my son had, like the petite mall, where you just kind of stare off into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he hasn't had a seizure in, in dozens of years. So. You know, just it, it should calm down where he almost grows out of it. But my son should always pay attention to certain things, you know, just to be safe. Right. Like I try to be careful if you've ever read, um, you know, some video games and some movies and stuff. They tell you be careful if you have uh, photosetic epilepsy. Oh. Like it was, I think, the new Toy Story I had to check out before we went to it. Because there was a lot, lots of lights and sensors, I had to make sure it was going to be okay for him. Oh, okay, I see. Just a little bit of an extra concern, but hopefully, and we have another cousin who dealt with seizures 
out and he's completely normal now. He just, like I said, just pays attention to certain things because you'll have certain triggers. Yeah, that sounds like a really good way to try to uh, control it. Yeah, so hopefully he will grow up to be completely normal and fully functioning. We got that. We pray every day. <laughs> yeah. Always the prayers for our children. I wanted to kind of get your 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 end of the year thoughts. You know, it's it's December. It's this is it. You know, this is the end of a decade. This is the 2020. Like everybody is just so excited about it. So um Kind of tell me how you're feeling at the end of this year compared to how you felt at the end of last year. You know what I mean? Like, what's 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 your process look like? I feel a lot more hopeful. I think the end of last year, I was, you know, working a job that I hated. <laughs> you know, I think we've done that at some point in our lives. Um, but now, even, you know, I feel a lot more control of things. I feel a lot more hopeful. I'm doing, like we talked about a little bit at the beginning, the Instacart and um, the DoorDash. And I feel like I have a lot more control over my income. If I need more money, I just do more driving. (laughs) (laughs) If we're planning for something, I just, I know I need that. I just work, work towards it and break down how much I need a day. And uh, me and my husband, we actually started doing, you probably heard of him, Dave Ramsey. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like we have a whole plan for our finances and getting out of debt. And um, I just feel more organized. And like, you know, I'm going to be able to hit the targets that I've set for myself because, and I feel like me and him are more on the same page with the goals and stuff that we have for ourselves and our family. So I'm feeling very positive for going for the new year. That is wonderful, girl. Yes, girl. That 2.0 status, girl. Don't you feel good? wait what'd you say i said the only thing that we can do right try to be better than we were yesterday oh yes girl yes drop a gem girl drop a (laughs) gem (laughs) yes so this was great i was it's so good to talk to you i'm so glad that you you know what i'm saying came on and we're so transparent and that's why i'll be asking y'all to like you know, share a little bit more because, you know, you never know who else is going through the exact same thing and how you guys can help each other and just um, get that additional support yeah. that we were talking we should, about. We should, listen, we should listen to you more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. You <laughs> But, um, yes, girl, I definitely have to bring you back on, you know what I'm saying? So we can hear more about, um, you know, your journey with finding, you know, better, more healthier types of treatments and stuff and how you're managing and, you know what I'm saying, girl, just being a part of the community. Yes, we'll, we'll definitely have to do a, a check back in and see what progress we've had. Yes, yes. That was good, good. Thank you, thank you again to Nikki for coming on. Girl, I can't wait to have you back on the show. It was so much fun. Um, this is really, really fun. So, so this is really, really fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for coming back. 
Um, I'm really, really still loving all of the feedback. Please, please, please reach out to me if you have any questions, if you have any topic suggestions, if you want to come on and be, have a convos with the tribe, you know, hit me up. Destiny, A-J-A-W at, oh, it's at Destiny, A-J-A-W on Instagram. You can DM me. You can leave a comment. You can tag, you know, however you need to do it, girl. Let's get you on the show. (laughs) And so, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, For me, um, my middle son, Grace's birthday is this week. He is turning four. So I'm really, really excited for that. And he's excited. And so we've got something, a really big surprise for him. So I know that he's going to love it. As always, take what you need, leave what you don't. And if you had a blast like I did, do me a favor and screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories, girl. I'd love to know when you're listening and what you think. You know, it really makes my day to read your reviews and hear your comments. I just, I love that feedback, you guys. It really keeps me going because it lets me know that you resonate with me. And I mean, I'm just so grateful because that's why I'm here. I'm here for you. You know, we're in this together. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. We're trying to reach this 2.0 status, honey. It's going down.